Hello, and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, and Happy New Fear. My look at the Resident Evil franchise. First up, I will say I have never played any of the games, well, maybe 10 minutes of the first one, and I hated it because of that stupid movement mechanic. I also don't like zombie movies at all, so why do I like Resident Evil? Hmm, simple, this is just too ridiculous to be scary or taken seriously. I saw this in the cinema's opening day back in 2002 with my best friend and all I can remember is arguing with him that this was a film for release. Also, I was worried that we wouldn't gonna that we weren't gonna get seats as this movie was hugely overhyped. But least we said we got in the cinema and there was 15 people tops in this huge 500-seater cinema, three of which walked out five minutes in. By the end, there was only me, my friend, and a small group of screaming teens. I got so annoyed at this movie at one point that I shouted out, haven't you seen a George Romaro movie? Shoot them in the fucking head! Much to the praise of everyone in the cinema. So with that, it's on with the show. Starring Melina Jovich. Michelle Rodriguez, Eric Mabus, Martin Cruz, and Colin Salmon, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. The plot, a top-secret company, Umbrella Corp, has been experimenting with a virus which brings back the dead to life and mutates living creatures. The virus has escaped, so it's down to sole survivor Alice and a crack team of army specialists to go into the hive and stop whatever is coming up from the depth of the underground lab. lab. Can she stop this or will she be next for the zombie hordes or mutated creatures? The movie opens up with a voiceover explaining who and what the Umbrella Cop are. Then onto a scientist in a hazmat suit using robot hands to place the T-virus and its antivirus into a sealed metal briefcase and then tosses a vial of the T-virus into the air which lands on a table exposing the virus to the air then makes a break for it before all hell breaks loose. The computer, which runs the lab, then seals the compound. However, it's too late. The virus is out. As scientists are being sealed in a labs, they're flooded by the fire alarms, or fire sprinklers rather. In lifts, office staff are being falling to their deaths. Meanwhile, in hallways, the remaining office staff are getting gassed. In the final lift, office staff are trying to escape with a woman getting almost beheaded by a lift. Hours later, we have an extreme close-up of a human eye of Alice, played by Milena Jovic. As it pulls out, we see she's in a shower, lying on a floor with no memory of who or what happened. So who she is or what happened. Note the chessboard floor on a bathroom. This is one of a dozens, a dozens, uh, a dozen hints to Alice in Wonderland. Looking around the bedroom, she finds a red dress on a bed waiting for her. Continue to look around, she finds a drawer full of guns which is locked in a see-through case for no bloody reason. Why have these guns in here if you can't access them easily? It's beyond me. Guess that's a holdover from, from one of the multiple games, I guess. Getting dressed and continuing to explore the mansion, where she's, she's getting watched by the same computer as earlier. Then she finds a picture of her and a man on their wedding day really badly photoshopped at that and this is all very Resident Evil 1 for me as it's set in a mansion and there's zombies and other creatures roaming around the place. 
continue to explore, she has a feeling of being watched in a jump scare that goes absolutely nowhere until she's grabbed from behind by quote-unquote cop Matt, played by Eric Mavis of Ugly Betty fame. Just as a squad of military personnel smash through the windows, and one thing I really hate about this movie is the early noughties electro drum and bass heavy metal music used throughout this. Thankfully, this fad died not long after this movie was released. The squad is led by one, played by Colin Salmon, as he quizzes Alice to report as Matt is placed in his own handcuffs, but due to the gas, she doesn't remember anything. Rain played by Michelle Rodriguez of Fast and Furious fame, is told to bring Matt with them as they go down to the Hive, which is under the mansion. With that, Alice and the squad go into the underground labs and living spaces. Going down, they find a train which has no power and plants a bomb, I think, which goes up to nowhere. I think it's actually a timer or some sort, but it looks like a bomb to me. Moving on. Under the train, Rain reattaches the power cables as she hears crawling from underneath the tunnels under the track, which goes nowhere again. Once the train is moving, thanks to his computer tech, Kaplan, played by Martin Cruz, they search the train and find the man in the wedding picture, Spence, played by James Purfoy. As he's quickly checked out by the medic, she says he's fine and has temporary memory loss, much like Alice. As the train pulls up to the station, they're getting watched every step of the way by the homicidal computer. It's here, one, what an absolutely ridiculously stupid name. What was Matt on using the stars names from the video games? Hmm? Moving on. Tells Alice and us what happened. That the mansion is over the Hive, a secret underground lab ran by the Umbrella Corporation, uh, which they both work for. Cutting through the security door, JD, played by Pasquale Alerdi, I think I should pronounce that, does a sweep, finds nothing, yet somehow the lights go on and it's the office's lobby from earlier with all the dead staff were. But there's no bodies. Adam Dundee, as is part of the video game, apparently you walk into a room, there's dead bodies, you walk back into it, there's no dead bodies. Yay! Using the stairs because the lifts are a no-go because of the homicidal bloody computer, they go down to the now flooded labs as one tells more backstory. Of what happened, also the Hive is controlled by the Red Queen, a super AI computer. As the team try to find another way to Red Queen, Matt hears moaning through the air shafts. An ominous warning. The team walk off onto the alternative route. The body of a dead scientist floats around and suddenly wakes up. This is where the movie goes a little bit aliens, as their map leads them to a quote-unquote dying hall, which is a huge open space filled with cryo chambers, which from above kind of look like xenomorph eggs if you squint. Also, it's about a super strong, soul-surviving woman who has to take on hordes of enemies. This is very James Cameron's aliens. It's here the team look around for survivors, with Alice peeping into one of the chambers. She shares a creature of some sort, and then says, thank Thankfully, she doesn't remember anything of this thing. The team go to the Red Queen chamber, and Catwoman hacks past her security defences, opening the door which leads to the mainframe. Too bad for the team, as the mainframe is in a is down a murdered corridor with its own laser, de, laser grid defence, which kills most of the team, including one as he's sliced and diced by the grid in a really cool effect. With most of the team dead, it's down to Alice and Catwoman to plant an EMP bomb and force the Red Queen to reboot, which they do not listen to her warnings, thinking it's 
a way of her to save herself. Again, they don't listen and reset the computer which shuts down the main power and releases all of the quote-unquote survivors. In the dining hall, Rain checks out a noise only to be bitten by a doctor. It's just about here in the cinema, which by now was down to a handful of people. I couldn't help but shout out, shoot them in the fucking head, haven't you ever seen a George Romario movie? As Rain and JD gun down a zombie doctor, first taking out both her kneecaps and then filling her full of bullets. But no headshots, stupidly. The rest of the team run to see what they were shooting at as more zombies come out of the woodwork. Matt gets his handcuffs keys from the ground dropped by JD as dozens of zombies surround the team, some with some really piss poor CGI faces. In a gunfight, a few of the cryo chambers are shot and that releases liquors. Liquors are mutated humans with extra long tongues, no eyes and exposed brains with killer animal instincts which hunts down the team. Also during the gunfight, a chamber explodes setting zombies and Matt alight. According to the behind the scenes, Eric Mavis was actually set alight for this stunt while his leg was enemy. JD gets grabbed by a horde of zombies after Catwoman fails to open the door which they're behind. In the cinema, a group of teen girls screamed, tossed a popcorn in the air and walked out covering with their hands covering their eyes and this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I cannot move on laughing at that. As JD gets eaten, Rain is bitten three or four times. Come on, how many times does she have to be bitten before she turns? I mean, for God's sake, it's like five or six times she's been bitten here. Going back to the Red Queen's chamber, they find the bodies have gone. But wait, one got their head cut off, the other was halved in two, and the other was diced. How the hell can they come back as zombies? Well, I suppose the torso can come back, but not the beheaded one, and not the sliced and diced one. Jesus, jinkies. Anyway, moving on, Alice finds her way into the labs where she fights off zombie dogs. Melania did off her own stunts and fighting. According to the scene, the dogs were super annoying to work with as they kept on eating and licking off the fake blood and skeleton meat suits. It was here in the cinema, I almost choked to death on a wing gum as Alice spin kicks one of the zombie dogs. I'm sorry, but that just is ridiculously hilarious and I could not move for laughing. After killing a zombie guard, she gets her first gun and guns down a horde of zombie dogs. Matt, somehow, even though he's unarmed, finds his way to the office to look for evidence to use against Umbrella Crop Corp. Even we find out his sister is the whistleblower that talked to Alice earlier on in the movie flashback. Alice saves Matt from his zombie sister and then the two bond. We also find out Matt isn't a cop but is also blower too. Matt thinks his sister was set up and trusted the wrong person. Someone did all this to get this T-Virus out and make millions. Running back to the Red Queen, the team is now trapped in her chamber, surrounded by zombies and almost out of bullets. Alice reboots the Red Queen to find out if there's a way out. She also explains to the idiots in the back row what they're actually dealing with. These things are actually zombies. Well, no shit, Sherlock. That then shows JD coming back to life as a zombie, yet Rain still hasn't turned. Yeah, right. They escape down utility tunnels where they are surrounded yet again by zombie hordes. It's here I notice some of the zombies look a lot like the zombies killed earlier. So I think they only had a few dozen zombie extras then. The team fight off the hordes, then escape using gas pipes during which Rain is bitten two more times, at least. Come on, just turn around and kill this bitch. She's a terrible fucking actor anyway, just get rid of her. Ugh. 
Okay, this escape plan is completely ridiculous, as what's left of the team crawl single file across the pipes as the zombies fall in a single file with one hand in the air. This is supposed to be scary for fucks. Catwoman falls in front of Rain, i.e. Rain is behind him, into the zombie horde as the pipe gives way due to the weight, yet Rain is ahead of him, unable to see, wait, what? Alice shoots a zombie just before he's bitten, so he crawls up the other pipe and finds it only has one bullet. However, instead of shooting himself, he shoots a zombie and crawls off. Down in the tunnels, a liquor is now tracking them. As they made it all the way out, however, Rain is about useless as she's getting carried around now because she can barely move. Dump the bitch. Going through the now unflooded lab, Alice stops to have a flashback that shows the T-Virus has an antivirus in green vials. So off she goes with Matt to look for the antivirus, it's here she tells him she was his sister's contact. However, the lab is empty as the T-Virus and the antivirus has been taken by the mysterious guy earlier in the movie. Spence then has a flashback and we find out he recorded a conversation between Alice and Matt's sister. Also, he stole the T-Virus and the antivirus. Realising he's the bad guy, Alice and Spence grab for the gun with Spence holding what's left of the group at gunpoint to tell him his plan in true Bond villain style. Just then, a zombie doctor rises from the water. What the fuck was she doing down there backstroke? And bites Spence. So, with that, he kills it and runs off to the train, only to be eaten by a liquor after locking the group in the lab. With a liquor outside the lab and the Red Queen demanding Rain to be killed, just do it already, she's a fucking terrible actor, and this role is completely fucking ridiculous. Moving on. In order for Alice to get out, she must shoot Rain in the head or decapitate her or do whatever the fuck it is to the zombies. So Alice smashes the computer screen just as Camon fries the Red Queen. Camon, who somehow get past a liquor, opens the door to the lab and they all make their way down to the train. With the train leaving the station at full speed and Alice killing Spence, the drum and bass pounds as Alice injects Rain with the antivirus. The now super liquor, yes that just sounds wrong, starts to tear up the train. It also slashes Matt which turns him into Nemesis, but more on him next week. Super liquor takes out poor Kaplan and then boards the train so Alice shoots it twice in the head with no effect. So Matt opens the trap door to its death as it gets dragged under the train, but not before Rain finally turns and he has to shoot her in the head, which somehow she lands on the button to release the door. Okay then. Getting to the station, just in time, as the blast doors are coming down, Alice and Matt get out of the mansion, only to be met by Umbrella Corp men in hazmat suits. The two are taken, but not before Matt starts to mutate. Fade to white as Alice is worked on by doctors and in a voiceover we hear re they have reopened the hive and are going down to investigate what happened. Days if not weeks later, Alice wakes up in Raccoon City Hospital with tubes and wires coming out of her body which she pulls out causing her great pain. She gets out, goes topside, only to find the world has been overrun by zombies. Is this where 28 days later and Walking Dead got a deal from? Hmm. The camera pulls out to show a ruined raccoon city as credits roll. So that was Resident Evil. This was more ridiculously funny than I remembered it. I had this down as pure horror, but nope, this was hilarious. Could this be 
a video game movie that's actually good. Oh, baby. The story is pretty flat, however, and the CG is pretty piss poor. The drum and bass is um, super annoying. The characters are paper thin, but I do like Melina in these movies. So for a kickoff to the franchise, it's pretty good. I'm going to give this thing, oh, I don't know, 6 out of 10. This thing is just not scary, however. Come back next week for Resident Evil Apocalypse. Then for the rest of the month, I'll look at the others. In February, I'm looking at the Underworld movies. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me what you thought of my podcast to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my dozens of other podcasts such as the Ghoulies, Omen, Psycho and Gremlins franchise. As well as Donnie Darko, the Boys Brothers. Also, my superhero reviews, Batman vs. Man, Deadpool and X-Men Apocalypse. A Bye.